Welcome to the Lost at Home podcast. Here are your hosts, Scott Bear and Jeremiah Johnson. Welcome to the Lost at Home podcast. My name is Scott. And I'm Jeremiah. Hope you didn't miss me last week when we finished off the second half of the uh, Kyle interview. Yeah, we got the Kyle Brock interview. And uh, those of you who tuned in probably heard Scott storm off. Don't worry. He's back because we have a week without Kyle Brock, and you're you guys have been fighting a little bit on social media. I've seen uh, you called him a, a filthy piece of shit cunt, and then he keeps told the uh, told you that uh, not to have any hard feelings that he loves you, and then you told him to go fuck himself, and that you uh, hope his family dies, and then you made really like very specific threats against his wife and and his whole family, and then he said, "Dude, you're getting a little crazy here." So it's one of those classic social media beefs. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. it was all in jest. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't want yeah. them to well, he's, die. He, he did send me the a, photo uh, of the graves I dug for okay, them. Okay, okay, um, yeah. That was more of an art piece. So is it okay for him to open up the ticking package? He said he got a package. It's been ticking. But he, he's like, is it just a joke I or mean, is it really a bomb? It's going to tick to a point. He okay. can either open it or not. At some point, it's going to stop ticking. It's going to stop ticking. <laughs> and right. you know what? That, that's the surprise. <laughs> yep. Like, when will it stop ticking? Yeah. yeah, but we're back for yet another week. Uh, we're edging ever so close to the magical episode number 250. God damn it, Jared. Did you realize that when we started this, we'd ever hit 250 episodes? I thought we'd hit 500, and we failed so far. <laughs> I'm not doubling the number faster. <laughs> yeah. We could have just kept doing these episodes in twos. You well, know that. I mean, fuck you. Look at Ralph Garman with the Ralph Report. Uh, Ralph Garman from uh, Hollywood Babylon. We interviewed him in the past. He used to be on K-Rock. Uh, fucking funny ass dude. Yes. He does his show four times a week for over an hour per episode. Yep. I'm just like, you put us all to shame. Also, that's how he literally keeps his lights on. That's how he makes a living. Here's the thing. If we really want to, I could just have the, um, the between the scenes lost at home feed where I just literally just let this roll like pretty much an hour a day, whether we're in front of it or not, and just post that. <laughs> and that's an episode. So you don't know which day you're going to get an episode that's actually sitting in front of the mics or just of uh, me playing fucking PlayStation, like, swearing like, yeah, randomly in, in the background, <laughs> fucking cooking stuff, whacking off, watching porn, you know. Uh, you know, uh, that would get us to 500 faster, but I don't think it would be the quality <laughs> that we would like to uh, Yes, that's, a, that's what we world. care about here at the show is quality. We've gotten to 247 episodes, actually. That's what we're at, right? Which is 13 times 19 for my primies. Oh, my God. Did I say 246 uh, I don't think you did, actually. I can't remember. I was thinking it, it the whole time because I wasn't on last week. I can't week, remember if you said 246 or not, but I... I, I didn't hear what you said. should have been yeah. my next episode, but I was out of state, so yep. I couldn't do it. Yep, that's right. So 247 we're at, which, I again, you may have actually said that. I, I, didn't, I wasn't trying to correct you. I just didn't know I what you I said. I think I said in four episodes we had 250. I don't know. I, yeah. hey, we could rewind this could, and listen, that could or actually, we you could, That could actually still technically be true because people haven't listened to this episode. This one happened, hasn't been done <gasps> yet. 247, 248, 249, loophole. 250. Boom. Mathematical loophole. My primies are loving this shit right now. Yo, let me hear you primies say what? Nothing? No. No. Oh, not, I literally no. have no primies. Not no, even me. No primies. Not even, not even your oh, co-host. I, I know you're not a primie. I believe, uh, I, I can't remember what it was. Uh, there was one episode where you asked if a, uh, an even number was a prime, uh, and, and, and I, I can't remember. Oh, oh, I prime shamed you. That's what I did. Ah. It's somebody uh, somebody coined that term. One of my primies coined that term, prime shaming. I like that. I like that. Yeah. Good to have listeners Which, I mean, with, to be uh, fair, you, you knew. cleverness that adversely affects me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. I, I want to make sure we pit our listeners against each other. You know, Team Scott. Oh, my listeners versus your listeners. Team Scott. Team Primey. I like tune in for Jer. He makes me horny. Yeah, that's wow, right. that's a reason to listen. That's one of my primies for you. Yeah, yeah. That's right. How, uh, yeah, uh, what is a prime factorization of the size of your dick? Boom, 247. Depends on the length of your dick, doesn't it? Like yeah, it would. Stick is yeah, it would. Yeah, length. exactly. I, I was asking that person no specifically. No two dicks have the same length. They're like d- dick snowflakes. Literally. Yeah, dick flakes. No two dicks um, yeah. have the same length yeah. on Earth. I mean, probably if you got down to using calipers to a microscopic level, yeah, my, you could, might be able, like like an actual like atomic level. Yeah. I bet you you're you're absolutely right. They're like dick flakes, which is different than the weird condition I have on my penis, which causes it to leprosy like flakes to uh, carve up. It's like it's like I'll wake up and it's like somebody dumped a box of cornflakes in my bed, mm. but mostly made out of dick skin. Ladies, anybody, any uh, any takers? I'm single. That's funny. I was watching something last night where someone goes, yeah. They kind of smell like cornflakes, but in a good way. 
<laughs> and I was like, Wait, what's what? This? <laughs> and like, yeah, what? In what way do cornflakes smell bad? I mean, I understand like that means there's a bad way to smell cornflakes in a good way. What have you been doing with your flakes? Now, if you're a first-time listener, the way we work this show each week is we have a little bit of a banner at the beginning of the show, and then when we jump in, we jump into stories that we find on the internet that are weird and obscure and something you won't hear on any other podcast, hopefully. Uh, then we try to take our, uh, you know, our little improv skills here, and uh, we uh, twist them into new content, whether it be a TV show, a rap song, a movie, a book, yeah. a comic book, a stand-up routine. It's a podcast pretzel, if you Does will. Does it matter? A pretzel cast. Not to be confused with my new uh, podcast coming out on the Lost at Home Network called Pretzel Cast, where I talk all things bendable. <laughs> Very nice, very nice. Anyway, um, before we get into some of that, though, this week we have a story at the top of the show that we will not be twisting into new content because it already is new content, old content to us. Yes, which because is because yeah. it's old content it's, for you. Yeah, it's interesting. It's, it's, it's too bad we couldn't uh, take all of our content and twist it into old content, but we'd have to be have a really like this is something that it, it, people have probably you know seen some of it, especially by now on on the Twitter verse and whatnot. And this is about... It's making the rounds, yeah. if you will. And for good reason, because this is like... We like to twist stuff into content that hasn't been created yet based on uh, news stories. This is the news story slash, I mean, person, a whole uh, personality who's happened to have been twisted into new content uh, about 50 years ago or so. Yep. 60 and, uh, years ago now. We, yeah. What we have to thank is uh, the creator of Gravity Falls, the cartoon on Cartoon Network, yep. uh, Alex Hirsch. He tweeted out part of an episode that went viral this past week, and Snopes even has reported in the past that it is real. Yep. And it is so real that you can go on YouTube and find it. And, and it's also been uh, confirmed by, like, I, we, I, I saw and actually one of the links you provided was a CBS News um, confirmation of it, um, because it actually aired originally on the CBS Network. And so their CBS Network itself was like, yes, yep. we have this in our archives. This is a real episode. You can find it on IMDb. And there's a reason why we're stating how yes. many people yes. are saying this is real, how many of you have confirmed it, because it sounds like it isn't fucking real. It definitely seems like, and I guess we, we're burying the lead a little bit. We should explain it. Oh, big yeah. time. Yeah, because uh, ultimately what you're going to hear is, uh, is something that definitely sounds like, especially in the political... Uh, state that we're living right now and the way with the digital technology works, people could retroactively create something that looks um, retro and with this kind of funny bent on it if they wanted to put a little bit of resources behind it. That's not the case in this case. You mentioned bearing the lead. Should we yes. play the clip or explain what's I would say explain a happening. little bit of the clip because I don't know if the clip actually mentions the guy's name at all. So I would explain a little bit of the clip. Okay. Uh, do, do a setup, Scott. Set us up. Well, if we were going back in the way, 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 way back machine to the 1950s, we would find a show called Trackdown. Yeah. Um, it was like a show, Western. Yeah, it was yeah. a Western show. Um, it aired on CBS. It was on CBS, and it was about a cowboy, a Texas ranger, if you will, who travels the Old West tracking down assorted killers, bank robbers, horse thieves, and other evildoers. Yes. Uh, this first aired in May 9th of 1958. This uh, episode, well, yes, yeah. Yep. And um, this episode was entitled The End of the World. Yes. And what it uh, essentially takes, uh, the thing that uh, you're going to be hearing a clip about is a con man travels to this town. Of course, it's not, it's not known that he's a con man. It, I like how they refer to him in the story as a sketchy salesman. Yes, yes. A sketchy salesman, also known as a con man, um, who comes to this town and convinces the people. Of course, it's well before the internet. Not believe, even the 1950s, but this is even well before the internet and the old west. I believe he might also be called a flim flam artist. Oh, he's a flim flam artist. Yes, of yes. course. And what he was trying a to sell, snake a snake oil, oil salesman. salesman. There we go. But he wasn't selling no snake oil this time. He was selling dreams and nightmares. And this a, one, an empty pipe smoker. Okay, we're getting a little off track. <laughs> I'd like to see how many, how many more of these can come up with at some point. A non-venomous snake sucker. <laughs> All right. Yeah. He'll suck the venom when there's no venom from the non-venomous snake. Yeah. And right. then charge you a fee for saving ah, that's your life. Right. A leecher. A le Ooh, yes, a yes. leecher. Your, your blood letter. Um, so this person came to this town and said a meteor shower is coming. It's going to end the world. Of course, there's no way to look, uh, corroborate this uh, information back in the Old West times, let alone even in the 1950s. There's they not took be everyone's word for everything. Yep. yep. And so this guy came and was like, and the only way to save yourselves is uh, to build a wall and only I can build it, which sounds very, very uh, similar to the man uh, Donald Trump. You'd be like, oh, big deal. But the crazy thing is the guy's name in this episode is Walter Trump, the name of the... Uh, and they refer to him yeah, as, Trump as Trump throughout the entire episode. So so Trump, they will say, <laughs> Trump is talking to you townsfolk about building this wall and 
well, I want to tell you, Townsend, there's no reason to really build this well, but they're scared. Yeah. Because of his fear mongering. Exactly. Yeah. And Sounds the familiar. parallels are astounding. So yeah. before we go any further, yeah, uh, Jared, do you want to roll the clip? Yeah, let's go ahead and roll this clip, and I'll, you'll be able to hear the fear mongering for yourself. I can build a wall around your homes that nothing will penetrate. What do we do? How do we save ourselves? You ask, how do you build that wall? You ask, and I'm here to tell you. You're a liar, Trump. Trump? Yes, sir. What are you going to do about him? What do you want me to do? Stop him. From what? From taking a town. Can you prove that that's what he has in mind? It's obvious. But can you prove it? In order to arrest him, the sheriff has to have a charge. And Trump hasn't given him a thing to go on. Well, there's got to be some way to stop him. Well, if there is, I don't know it. You're under arrest, Trump. What charge? Well, you write it any way you like. Grand theft, fraud, I think a jury will find it stealing. And shove raw meat into a condom. Ah, oh, we're back. <laughs> we're back. Yeah. Sorry, we were having a side discussion <laughs> we while you were, guys were watching you guys that were clip. Watching that clip, and we we clearly went off the rails. Yeah. And here's the thing: is we were pretty much gone for that clip, pretty much in real time for as long as it. We're probably thirty seconds. And that somehow, was actually pretty accurate. And yeah. Somehow we got into smashing. Yeah. Anyway, no need to know what we're talking about there. That's out of context. We want to keep talking. Um, so, so yeah, yeah um, you got it. Please uh, take the time to go into YouTube. Uh, look up this episode. Uh, you will have a fun time watching the entirety of it. It's uh, I believe thirty minutes long, like old TV. Yeah, was. yeah, yeah. Twenty two probably uh, without well, twenty two commercials, right? commercials. Although um, it'd be great if they had the old commercials in there, but probably not. Oh, I wish. You know, I haven't actually watched. It. I've only yeah. watched clips, but yeah. I know the whole thing exists, and you never know. Yeah. Old like, Johnny's clitoris cream. <laughs> keep your wife's hysteria at bay with old Johnny. He's clear the cream. Number up in good shape. Yeah, it's like, maybe like shoe polish ads and like, I don't yeah. know. Perfect for putting that black face on your face for those perfect Halloween <laughs> costumes. That's right. We're in a time where black face is still acceptable and hilarious to us whites. Now, Johnny's white cream. You're Put saying, it on your face to look more white because white is great. You say that like in the end of the 50s. Short circuit. 1985. Yeah, a yeah. white dude was opposite Johnny Five and was painted brown uh, to but, play a Middle Easterner. But it was more like a tan or face. Indian. Yeah, yeah, it was more. And he, and he talked like this. Oh, yeah. oh, Mr. Crazy Man. He was white. Yes, yes, he was a white man. That movie is fucking Because racist. I'm sure there was a shortage of Indian and, or, or even, or even Pakistani actors. He said actors. shortage. It's short circuit. He said shortage. Oh, oh ah, damn it. I should have accented that. It. I'm sure there was a shortage. Yeah. <laughs> there, now it sounds like I did it on it's purpose. It's a joke. It's from the movie. It's the movie. The movie's is a joke. All right. All right. Um, now we're gonna do a quick little thing this week. Yeah. Uh, unlike other weeks, because it's 2019 and we want to hark it in the yeah. new year with a little knowledge for all of you. I yeah. mean, the tagline of the show is "It makes you smarter." Yes, and this so, could or could not. Now, these are things that you like are on the cusp of 2019, yeah. uh, 2018, 2019 that are pretty much are, are already picking up steam that you might hear about in 2019. This is a look ahead at and 2019 say, to give you the knowledge necessary to navigate the 2019 wasteland. And I would say the only thing I would say about this is uh, normally we would twist these into new content. These stories uh, are basically, we're going to give you the name and the reason why we came across the name. If it lends itself to it, we will. But if not, we won't. We're going to wait till we actually get deep into web droppings later in the show. Yeah. So uh, without further ado, Jared, do you want to take the first one? Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> I will take the first. I'm glad we discussed how the show is going to roll ahead of time. Like We make little notes about who does what. I was, I was trying to think of the ones I'm... I'm actually, I'm, I'm probably more familiar with this one just because I believe I, I learned about it first from Dave Chappelle stand-up last year. But yes, we're talking okay. about dead naming. This is a new term for 2019, dead naming. Yes. This is when someone is uh, transgender and in life identifies one way or the other. And we should know this is pop culture-wise. Like, uh, people have been using this term for a bit, but this, it's starting to catch It's starting to catch to on where now. in 2019, you're probably going to hear it more. So yeah. apologies if people are like, wait a minute, that's been something in my no, community no, for every, a long time. But. Every term we use yes. will be it's terms around, that yeah. are starting to take on a new life yeah. Except for the very last one where, at the very last one, Scott and I are going to create a brand new term. Um, so dead naming essentially is when someone in the transgender community who identifies one way or the other uh, when dead is declared dead as their birth gender. So you were born as a boy, you had a sex change, you're now a girl. When you're in the morgue, they're like, well, uh, Letitia here, uh, she's a 
or he's uh yeah. he, he's dead uh would you would the parents like to identify the body well that's our daughter well it says clearly here on the uh birth uh, or death certificate yes, uh, yes. it's a boy well that's our daughter we're progressive parents yes. and we uh we recognize our daughter's dead that is definitely our daughter well until you say it's a boy because it's a boy and the birth certificate slash death certificate we we can't do this like it mm -hmm. actually becomes problematic yes um because you need to use the right language legally yeah. to have someone declare well, dead and, yes and, and in this case there, there are a lot of the things that ends up happening is when people um will will yeah use essentially a, a name somebody has shed from their from their birth given name because of their birth identity of their sex matching their gender yeah. at the other birth. Yeah. yeah. It's a very specific case of people so who are essentially so born as a this, Tom. If this was a man named Tom yeah, and they identified and they had Letitia and, and they would have to go to the board and say essentially, well, I, if they got their name legally changed, it would be a different thing. But if you're somebody who then calls that person Tom, but they're now Letitia, that's dead naming dead naming somebody. When, yeah. And uh, Chappelle got in, uh, had an issue. The reason he brought it, I think it was him that brought it up in his stand-up is because he got in trouble on Twitter for dead naming um, uh shoot who's what's the uh real the his, his original name bruce bruce jenner by using bruce jenner's name instead of Did bruce jenner die his uh no well you can't dead name someone who's alive yeah, i know you can yeah dead naming is when you're uh oh you can yeah. okay well, well, i i am learning something then. well okay uh, from what i understand is it, uh, they're, they're talking specifically in this story about dead naming somebody where you are using where they're talking about crime victims and referring to them by their birth name in, in the story that we yes. have yes. yes but whereas uh they were saying with uh, uh dave chappelle is that dead naming is if you actually use somebody's original name and not their not their newly founded name that they feel matches their gender so i think in this one it says if Susie's, mur Susie's murdered don't use sam quote unquote like that because they're talking about i think and that's probably how the term dead naming actually i'm guessing that's interesting so yeah. if you if you've moved on past the name you were given by your parents and you choose a new name and you call someone by their birth name you're dead naming them well that's what i think in the community that well from what i've heard is what what people can refer it to and this one is actually very specifically talking about the legal ramifications of dead naming somebody can i say something that may be an unpopular opinion yes i i find it kind of sad weird way that you would have to rename yourself because there's something special I think about the fact that your parents thought hard hopefully well, you, well, thought yes. hard about your name but and if you, chose but if you never a name felt, for you but that's the thing too like it depends on the name but it's also one of those if it definitely I mean if your name is Bruce it's not like it's not a very uh, you know effeminate name and if you don't wouldn't feel that your name be, matches your gender then it's fine for weird, you to legally name it weirdly wouldn't it almost be more progressive where someone's like like many, I was born Bruce. I'm a boy, but yeah. I identify as a woman. And then, as a woman, you're like, "What's your name, Bruce?" Yeah, very well. Yeah. Well, why? What? You're now a woman. Why wouldn't you pick a name like Kathy? Well, like my parents yeah. named me after my great great uncle who died in a war, and they loved him and wanted me yeah, to pass and I, on and the name. Keep, and, and that's their. It would be their choice to keep their name, of course. Yeah, like but, it's, but it, it's somebody, tricky territory. If somebody does <clears throat> does change their name, and again, they're they're talking specifically about when you start getting into legal ramifications. I'm saying that's just like there's almost like nothing even social about it at that point if you're just like you have to use somebody's name legally or use somebody's gender legally or sorry uh, sex legally when identifying somebody that's just a legal bunch of shit and the person's dead so whatever yeah. in, my, in my opinion if somebody's alive and they're saying i would prefer you to use my um my actual the name that i'm giving myself now first of all don't jump all over somebody because they accidentally use your old name if they're used to using that oh that's, yeah, yeah that's like that's not them intentionally offending you you can be like oh i would prefer to use this name instead yeah, and then, I, you know, I follow I'm, their wishes of course yeah, like, i've known gonna, you for like 30 years yeah and if tomorrow you're like call me jenny yeah i would probably would, mess up a bunch and call you jer yeah. and i'm pretty sure that, like, and i could correct you like as you do it and but not like to but, like oh you mean offense to me or something like yeah that. you're yeah. a fucking asshole yeah. like, no, somebody, no no somebody, no no 30 years of jer just it's gonna it's gonna take a moment to break that habit yeah but the uh this is um so yeah but as far as the, le the legality of this um of the so i was talking yeah my interpretation of it was from uh understandings i got from last year this is um 
you know, th- th- this story is specific to like criminal investigations and some of the ramifications on dead naming somebody during criminal investigations. And some of it is a matter of the fact that there are people who know the victim who might not be aware of the person's past, uh, yeah. who might not necessarily know the person as their dead name, um, etc. cetera, uh, or, you know, might only know them from one name or the other. So, yeah, I went really dark in my first observation of it. It was basically like, well, what if someone dies yeah. and they have well, to be yeah, identified was, in a corner? Which, which is, by, what, by which is actually what most of this, uh, this, uh, um, uh, article is about is yeah. is that yes, which I think is probably more of the is the larger issue at hand there, as opposed to more of the social issue, which is calling somebody by their uh, their the name that they have then shed. It'd be kind of like uh, calling people by their uh, by their slave names back when they would shed their slave names, which were like their Christian names that they were given. You know, we've all seen Roots, haven't you, Scott? You've seen Roots. <laughs> You're just trying to get me to stop doing what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah, no, it was it was, it was distracting and, and arousing and arousing. Um, anyway, now the next one's actually a l- way lighter, and we're gonna blow right through this one. A uh, selfie wrist. Oh yeah, I forgot to open the story. Um, but selfie I know what it wrist is, yeah. is literally a form of carpal tunnel syndrome. Yeah, it's pretty created much what it is, yeah. by arcing your hand at a selfie angle and doing it over and over and over yeah. and over and of course it's the a lot same of people as do and you like people are like wait a minute how many selfies do people take people take a lot of selfies they're talking about people who do it all the time and also are probably taking seven in a row because these are people that are taking selfies in the legitimate sense too a lot where they're like just at home taking pictures of themselves on the couch and then they go out with friends and they take the selfies you know yeah. with other people i mean to be fair any photograph you take you should take two to three photos yeah any because you never know if the first one's messed up. Well, that's why there was like, um, and maybe there's an app for yeah, it by like now. But there was one of the new, one of the new Android uh, functions is that like it pretty much starts taking pictures in the background as you're doing it, and then you get to review like essentially. It's almost like because they're like space is no issue on phones anymore. So yeah. As you're holding it, it'll like be taking a bunch, and that way, if so like somebody do, blinks, you can go back like a one. For, like, you can do that with Apple yeah. with a. You, yeah, I think when, when you app, do yeah. the photo, yeah. you just hold down the photo button, and it just keeps taking photos until you let up. Yeah. Yeah. Which actually, for uh, action photos, like if, say, like you see a bird that looks cool, I'm giving a wicked bad example, but um, you hold down that shutter, yeah. basically, and it's like, like burst mode or whatever, like, yeah, right? burst, burst mode, yeah. you're just like, and then you go through and you're like, that's the one. Yep. So, and then you have to delete all the others, but, yeah. you know. Whereas, like, Android just does it automatically in the background. So, selfie which, wrist, yeah. um, for idiots, uh, I, I can't even say idiots, it's just no, the way I the mean, world just, is yeah. now. And, and it's just, like, just be aware of it, and honestly, it's, I mean, I've got carpal tunnel issues and stuff from uh, all the... Uh, Drawing, let's say drawing. Yeah, let's say drawing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, from all the, I can, I can paint and everything fine, but I don't do nearly as much pen and ink as I used to, because I have to use a... Uh, one of those little braces like to make which are actually miracles it's crazy they put like a little piece of metal in there and then you just can't move your wrist a bunch and you're like oh that's great yeah. but that wouldn't work for selfies because you need to bend your you know unless you have a stick with you all the way up and then just uh well then just you or should, so you or, or or an instagram boyfriend or husband yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard about those recently. That almost made it onto the 2019. Well, yeah, those terms. people like who just an Instagram partner. In other words, yeah. those people who'd like just take pictures for you. Or? Yeah, it's like you're the boyfriend of that Instagrammer, that girl yeah. who does all those hot pics, but she's never holding the phone. Yeah. So you're the boyfriend of that yeah. girl. So every day it's like and definitely now it's take like, photos of the bed. Yeah. Now I'll eat a waffle. And I now would definitely I'm taking a bath. I would definitely now see I'm that as like a street. like a definitely more of a friend zone thing too. You know damn well a lot of those guys. I mean, a lot of those people in relationships. Yeah, they probably have to suffer. Through doing that bullshit, like come on, take a picture of me doing this. It's a take picture. It's it's weird because I'm just not a picture taker. Then you hang out with somebody who's used to taking pictures, and like you're like every almost every moment is interrupted. By I'll do like, a, let's take a snap. I'm like, why? Nobody wants to see this. I'll do an Instagram photo of food once in a while, and when, I, and, and, and when I do, it's it. once in a while. Yeah. and I often will just out loud to people around me go. This isn't how I normally live. <laughs> like this isn't what I do. I, here's the thing: I do, I do get every once in a while when people just need to be. Uh, like happy about what they're doing in, in their moment, especially if if it's like if it's a different thing, you know. If you're like, especially if you're visiting a different area, like oh, Louisiana, getting all this food. Yeah, it's probably nothing that people from Louisiana want to see. But like, I'm like, oh shit, this is amazing! A big yeah. old fucking plate of well, I did that. fried clams. Like, well, I was in, or, uh, I was crawfish. in Maine Jesus. for a week yeah. just now, and I took three photos Shout out to that, Maine. I, that I put on Instagram. Yeah, three. Yep. And one was food. It was good. And it as was just it was just because a, it was a damn good meal. And it looked pretty. It, and I realized yeah. I have been in Maine for a week and I hadn't taken any photos and posted any. And I'm like, 
I'm fine with that, yep. but I feel like I just should. It's yep. weird our society now. Like I literally thought oh, that. I, I was like, it's weird because I, I, I don't take any pictures do like to, of, of pretty much anything, and specifically even less when I'm actually like on the road doing something, and I forget about that sometimes. And like, so I'll go to like concerts and stuff and see these great things and tell my friends about how great they were, and it's like, got any pics? I'm like, no, because I was you know watching the fucking yeah. concert. But also, it's nice to have memories because like yeah. it's nice to have your own photos. Yeah. Oh, it definitely is. Yeah, and I, I'm not like I wouldn't photo shame anybody for taking photos. For taking, first of all, all photo shame someone if they photograph every fucking meal they eat. And yeah. I've seen people do that. Yeah, I'm like, this is from this is a Slim Jim from fucking the the Sunoco. Smash their phone oh, into actually, their food. Here's the thing: is now that you've got me doing that, I think from now on I'm only go, I'm gonna take like self like uh, snap pictures of like the shittiest food. So like literally Slim Jims and fucking like nice. uh, like be like, yeah, check this bad boy out. But still put a fucking filter like on it and all that. Um, I think that's the only way I would do it is if it was sort of like making a statement and uh, doing something good for the universe. No, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll do vacation as food as once in a great while. As long as you don't call yourself a foodie. I, in fact, I was eating a really great meal at that uh, pig restaurant and I... Yeah. They, hey, oh, that's not a nice way to talk about Paula Deen's restaurant. Oh, <laughs> oh, 2019. And uh, the bartender in front of me, while I was eating my delicious, beautiful meal that I didn't take a photo of, goes, huh, "It's funny when it gets this cold, the windows in the front always steam up." And I looked over, and their pig logo thing had steam, and the colors behind it came through the steam. Oh, and I was cool. like, "That's cool. That's a cool looking oh, photo." No. So if I you, took a photo of their good, logo. On if the you front. have a good photo op, you got to take it. Yeah, like, I took I a photo that. of their front window yeah. instead of my meal. Because that was the better photo. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I, I totally like. If you, if there's something like cool for photos, I want to see it. So, anyway, so selfie rest. Just watch yourself. Yeah, just watch yourself. Fee. All right. Uh, <laughs> Whoa. Next I'm one is actually way no, crazier and isn't new for 2019 once again, but it's new to us and well, maybe also, now this, it's new to you. Also, uh, this uh, you're talking about the uh, experimenter. Yes, and she. So she has actually started to make 2019 predictions. So this is still a looking forward segment, but it's also something that's just. Uh, uh, is worth mentioning, yeah. Yep. Have you ever real. watched a horror movie or a movie yes. about, say, Louisiana, where someone's like, oh, the bones, like voodoo, the yes. bones? Wait, we read the bones. Yes, I'm doing not an accent. I'm just saying I appreciate it that, that way because there's no way you would be able to do that accent without sounding very racist, which uh, has never been a problem for this show I can before. Try. Yeah, in other words, <laughs> you will end. I will fail. <laughs> Anyway, so yeah, I, I know what you're talking about. This is exactly like throwing the bones and yeah. then reading the bones, which I, I also thought about in those movies. Always seemed like bullshit. It's just some, also, it's just some withered person who just like barely rolls the bones out of their fingers. Like, <laughs> I'm like, what is that gonna tell you? The yeah, universe like places the bones. When, when, when part of your pinky snaps off and adds itself to the bones, yeah, you, is a, that cheating? It's a new bone. New you bone. Gotta, you gotta find your new ways to new read it. Bone. New bone. New <laughs> bone. 2019. New bone. Um, yeah. So basically, she lays down a sheet. She grabs a bunch of asparagus, tosses it in the air, lets it land, and, and then reads, reads yes. the asparagus. And, and by reading it, I mean, really what's happening is I'm sure there's no, like, book on it. Like, if it lands, you know, 32 degrees and she's there with a fucking protractor bedroom. Uh, first of all, this person did also... Uh, I do appreciate that this woman um, has noted that she doesn't take herself seriously, even though the predictions she says... She are claims always right. She claims are 80 to 90% come true. Granted, that's probably her just... First of all, that's just her giving these numbers and also claiming that she made the some of these um but she has actually been on talk shows and stuff where she's made some of these predictions and they've actually worked yeah she uh, predicted brexit yep donald trump's presidential Which win is, and that's a big one that you know uh emmanuel macron's election victory yep um she she forecasted who would leave next on big brother yep yeah that was one where she actually got went on a uh, talk show so there's actually like proof of her doing it but really i think what ends up happening is football winnings I'm, I'm sure she doesn't exactly know how to read it so what you generally do in those situations is use a certain amount of like knowledge and intuition and you consider it prediction now in some of those cases like especially donald trump's presidency it seems like a, a harder one to have predicted because of the polls but also this is a woman i believe this is from the uk is she from i believe yes, and um yes so this is uh we're thinking about that from our internal society where we were paying attention to polls and stuff a lot of people around the world were not, not nearly as surprised or really realized they should have been surprised by donald trump's presidency you're like oh i just thought it was 50-50. In the United States we were like, oh my god, it's, like he was only 13% to win, but you know, people in fuck the UK don't necessarily know that. So this yeah, is they, something they look at America and they're like, well, oh, they're, they're mainly inbred and they seem to vote against common sense across yeah. the board always. Yes. 
Oh, yes, by the way, what's this next thing? Brexit. Okay, good, yes. Let's continue uh, criticizing the United yeah, States we, and then do the same thing. The United States is literally like the Geordie Shore of England, like all of us at yeah. this point. I don't even think anyone can say they're morally superior. Trump won. Yeah. He, I hate to say it, he's he making technically he's, keeps winning. He's making America great again. Yep. Um, let's just hope Mueller, uh, yeah. yeah. I don't want to get political on shows. That's nope, how you lose no, we don't. listeners. But, but the experimenter um, has, you know, uh, made some of those predictions, and she is uh, making some predictions for 2019 as well. What's uh, a couple of them? I believe she said. I mean, a lot of them have to do with like the um, UK. 2019, uh, England will have success at 2019 World Cup. Um, uh, recession will begin in the United States after the trade war with China. That's not really a big thing because uh, almost all the economists are saying we're due for uh, another recession. Not a, a big recession like 20, 2008, but this is almost about the time. Time we're in a recession is going to happen. God, um, I hope not. No, we're 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 due. It's but again, we're we're thinking recession in terms of 2008 recession. Like that's the worst recession we've had to the point where the only thing worse than that was the depression. You know, so I'll, even the recessions that happened in like the 80s and 90s, like and they happen. The they're side, not great. But you and I live in Vermont, where we were virtually recession proof. Yeah, I mean, we it did not hit our state. It, it didn't hit it like, the same way. We, I mean, we had. I mean, at my work, we. You know, there's still plenty of businesses and stuff that are affected by it, depending on what it may. But a lot of those do like are because they deal with outside clients. Like my work, we froze uh, pay raises and stuff, so we wouldn't have to lay anybody off. We did make it through without laying people off, which is good. Made it um, through. I was yeah. gonna say like your outside business does make a lot of sense, but when you're a when you're a local business, yeah. It, we were insular. The yeah. state was completely insulated from yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, I, I would, I would say that as far as like we, that's how we perceived a lot it. Of there New definitely England probably was outside of Massachusetts. Yeah, there, there was, there was definitely a lot of people who were still technically affected by it. So I want to, don't want to be insensitive to those people. But yes, as far as the the effect that it had on on us, it took a lot longer to get to us, and by then we were at least in you know a state of rebuilding. But anyway, not get away back away from. Uh, the politics of things are the actually that shouldn't even be politics that's just economy but yeah just economy is, is politics which is stupid um well speaking of the economy but, uh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. money do you want right. to move on to the next oh, social word yes uh social credit score yes and social credit score we've talked about this in china already new we yes. talked about it with china i think last year and the year before yeah, might a couple of years ago because last year it really started to take hold and we people actually start seeing the effects of it i believe this year is the year it becomes legal in china First of all, yep. it's here this or next year. I, I might be off on my facts. Well, because they've been, I mean, the the it big, was the big brother uh, has been collecting the data on everybody, regardless. Yeah. Just well, a matter of whether or not it's okay for businesses to uh, actually use that information. And in this case, a lot of times it's for uh, financial reasons that people are talking about needed to use it. Well, up until it becomes mandatory, which is either this year or next year, it was opt in. Yeah. Now it's going to become totally a thing every citizen has to do just like a credit score in america except yeah. way worse well and the thing about that too is like uh in in um the story we're talking about for the uk this company wants to do something um and it's it's the social credit score essentially for the sake of uh lending so like you know people and they're actually collecting the information from facebook and publicly available sources whereas in china like they're just cameras everywhere and yeah. they, and, like, they well, can see they're also doing a, the social score thing from facebook yeah, yeah. And, oh and they're know, doing Twitter that as well or whatever they've got in china they're, they're grabbing it from everywhere they, yeah, they fucking whatsapp and and stuff yeah the reason why this is a story that we're bringing up is that social credit scores are not new, but they're new to, uh, say, non-China. Here's the thing. I do terrible not things. China. Yes, exactly. So the fact that England might be adopting this, they already got a seed money account uh, from this crowdfunding thing of four million pounds. Yeah. Um, that is scary as hell because America could follow suit next. Uh, a social credit score is different from a credit score in that your social activity and your own beliefs and political alignments and everything will affect whether you get a hotel room, a plane flight, and also by, by uh, like some being of able to have a visa to leave the country, to have a passport. And, th and like, that's based on whether or not they make an accurate um, reading, algorithmic reading of your uh, social media feed. If you're using sarcasm and stuff to say, like, I could say, oh, I really love what President Trump is doing sarcastically, and people who know me read that sarcastically with a tone. That's one thing. An algorithm's just going to be like, he I love, loves you Trump. Love Trump. Yeah. I'm like, I'm one, like, it, how, how, I mean, granted, I know there, there's so many metrics that it's probably going to be relatively accurate. You could probably actually paint a good picture of somebody. But the thing that's uh, always creepy about this stuff is anytime somebody tries to, like, sell something as... It's just going to help, man. Like, they know it sounds scary. I'm just not going to believe them. Because really, it might help at first. And really what they're saying is, uh, 
lenders are uh, sometimes afraid of lending um, certain people, so they essentially have to mitigate their risk by charging more uh, fees to people who otherwise pretty much across the board. So if you're if you're really high risk or you have certain like social credit score issues, dings against you, this could actually mean they charge them more, and the people with a good you know social credit score, just like a regular credit score don't get charged as much, things like that. And yeah. they're saying it's hard to find, always find that information out. And there might be people with bad credit credit scores that have good social credit scores. And that could actually mean, you know, just as much as far as what, especially with stuff like payday loans. And but your social score loans, is yeah. entirely based on who's deciding what is a good social yeah, score. Yeah, exactly. Are, which are is, you a Trump which is, supporter? Which is ultimately a company. Or are you not? Yeah. Like, and, what and, if and, it's based on sitting president, and, and this instance? is yeah, And this is definitely going to be based on probably how the company reads it, too. Because my guess is the... I could be a monster or a saint, yes. but you don't know who's deciding it. Yes, exactly. It's it's in the eye of the beholder, and this is definitely one of those things where whoever's reading it, which could be the company itself, is like, I think these are merits for what we are doing with it. Or yeah. they could then another company could be like, those are actually things that we count against it. So it depends on who's if it's just information that then other people are utilizing. This sounds like they're actually there's one central company saying this is what's a good score, this is a bad score, which is that's a little scarier. Oh, it's wicked scary. Last thing is even scarier. The Bird Box Challenge. And yes. Jerry, you bring this story to the table this week. I watched the Bird Box. You have not. I have not seen the Bird Box. I I'm find fully it, aware of it. I find it overrated and the media attention to it. Yes. Uh, the advertising, the berating. The, and here's the thing. I, that, I, um, I, actually, I, w- I would ask, like to tell people yes. not to watch the movie simply because they need to stop fucking advertising it so hard and telling us yeah. all to watch it. And, and and I think from what you were saying is like if you hadn't heard anything about it and hadn't been over like shoved down your throat you would go to the table and go that was a mad mediocre yeah. like the more know, i hear about it, it the de- more i get advertised about it the more yeah. i don't like and it. if it was an exceptional movie you'd be like oh cool i'm glad it's getting what it needs but when it, it there is that threshold where it's too bad because if it's a mediocre movie i'm still gonna watch it at some point i'm probably gonna wait a year to the hype dies down but I, I am at least aware of one of the central things which is the central uh plot point which is there's this uh Monster, if you if you will, uh, or monsters, yeah, or monsters. Yeah. There's essentially some kind of entity. There's where virtually no plot, so feel yeah. free to throw any words yeah. you want in there. <laughs> there's an, there's an, there, there is an, uh, here's the thing: is I'm just going based on like a couple of uh, summaries. So there's there's an entity that when gazed upon or, or entities yeah, entities um, would gazed upon uh, will essentially drive the person to whether it's like suffer hallucinations or what it is, but uh, essentially drive them to commit suicide mm-hmm. or possibly other violent acts. I don't know, but at least commit suicide. So it's people a little want, bit. It's a little from column A, a little from column okay. B. With every uh, thing you say, you because, it drives you crazy. Yeah, but uh, yeah. eventually, to the point of killing yourself, which I think the concept is cool. The book is supposed to be good. Yeah. Um, but the uh, but I do I do know just even before that I know one of the central things is Sandra Bullock's blindfolded. Like so, I was like, okay, there's something. There's uh, yeah, try to try to go on the internet in the next five minutes. Go anywhere. Do anything on the internet. Try to avoid an image of Sandra Bullock blindfolded. Yeah. I mean, if you if that was your kink, you, oh, you are, are in you the are money. having a <laughs> fucking field day. Yeah. Like, uh, I lived my entire life wanting to see Sandra yeah. Bullock blindfolded. I always had to just pause Speed Two and put a bl- piece of black masking tape across the screen and jerk off to that. But now I got the real deal, baby. She was like days away from being kidnapped and like blindfolded and put in some sex dungeon. And now the guy's and like, the same I'm Sandra all <laughs> set with this. I'm so yep. fucking sick of seeing her in that blindfold. Yep, yeah. <laughs> so guess what? I guess we can go on record here and say officially that Netflix saved Sandra Bullock's life. Uh, but the new thing popping up, there's always, there's probably what, 10 at least, there's at least a new challenge a month that pops up, but every once oh, in a God, while, yeah. something yeah. That, that we've even heard of, there's probably way more than that that just never make it fully viral. But there's, uh, this is one that's actually been making the rounds um, and is more well known because of the stupidity involved in it, like a lot of challenges, where there is, um, there are people who are doing the bird box challenge where you blindfold yourself and uh, p- possibly, hopefully other people you're with, family and friends and whatnot, and you try to essentially, you pretty much, as you said, you play blind. You yeah. react to the outside world, it's like they had to blindfolded and try to see how you can do. Now there's uh, plenty of videos of people slamming their toddlers into walls accidentally, Falling over, riding awesome. riding a go kart and, and going down the stairs accidentally and flipping and shit like that. Uh, but the most recently, it's in the news because the every once in a while something releases that that culmination of like stupidity where then all of a sudden it kind of helps kill. Though sometimes you need these martyrs. Oh, a Darwinism yes. like moment, like. And, 
Yeah, and it just it like the the challenge essentially goes away a little bit after this, after getting a little uptick in popularity. And this one happened because a seventeen year old nobody was hurt in this one, luckily, but uh, except for the car. But a seventeen year old and sixteen year old were uh, in a car. Seventeen year old was driving, decided to do the bird box challenge while driving. Guess what? It's as stupid as it sounds, and the results are very obvious. Don't even have to tell you that him uh, getting t boned uh, and. Um, you know, by, well, uh, by they all lived, luckily. They all, yeah, yeah. So but this, at the same it, time, if, if, if I were those kids' parents, I I would go like 1950s on them. I would actually hit them. That's I, a, I would be like, that's like you, you should have been hurt in that fucking idiot. thing. Like, Let me do what the car should have done to you. Yep, Just oh, yeah. beat the shit out like, of them. Oh, not a scratch on you? Give yeah, me three yeah. minutes. I'm blaming yeah. this one on that fucking... I hope that I'm the first responder to that accident so I can put some scars on you, you fucking asshole. Because no, that point, you like, need to this be... This is saving your life. If you didn't get hurt in this, you probably think you're fucking immortal now and you're going to keep doing these stupid challenges till one kills you and I don't want to lose my kid that way. So... No, you need to be like the most disappointed human on earth at that point when you realize you created offspring that dumb. And number two, the best punishment would be bringing them home doing a clockwork orange eye open thing yep. and make them watch TED Talks with millionaire 14-year-olds who invented items and went to college oh, yeah. early. and or, or, uh, show, show them kids that didn't watch a fucking shitty Netflix movie and do the same thing in a car. Yeah, or like the I Am Malala, like fucking, uh, you know, 16-year-old who's yeah. been through all these hardships and now is like fucking, you know, show, a show Nobel them, Prize. Show them kids the same age or younger who are way smarter, smarter more mature, and who have, have, have maybe changed the world. And you're like, oh, and what did you do? You made, you made, uh, your, your 15 minutes of fame was squandered on putting a blindfold on and driving. Which, as you pointed out, they wouldn't do even in that movie. They did not do that in that movie like, once. Oh, I was like, oh, I'd love to drive a car right now, but you know what you can't do with a blindfold? Drive. So we're next to gotta not do Actually, that. Actually, you know what? I think they might have done that in the movie uh. once. But there was a reason. Like, someone was, like, peeking through their blindfold or something. There was a reason. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Or they knew it was, like, a straight line to, like, point A to point B. Well, the other thing, too, is if you do and you know there aren't a bunch of other, like, cars on the road and shit and you can, like, go slow enough, you oh, can yeah, even like, die. Oh, yeah, like, everyone on Earth is dead. Here's so, the thing, like, you could... they, there's, like, a street. I think at one point in the movie where they're like, we know it's a street. We know it's 100 feet long. You need to get 100 feet. Yeah. And they just got to And you go, could do that, honestly, on the interstate a little bit, too, because you could, like, slowly just stay on the right-hand side and but just this is intentionally, when everyone like, everyone on Earth is dead, yes, and there's yes, no yes. other cars that will hit you. Safer that way. Yeah. Safer that way, for sure. So, anyway, uh, predictable results on this one. So, keep an eye out for the Bird Box Challenge. Hopefully, 2019 has already killed it because uh, it's already gotten we'll so stupid. We'll report next week on all the deaths. We'll name them. <laughs> yes. We will name you and we will, shame yes, you. We will, we will shame you. We will dead name you. So yeah, so that's the you know bird box challenge. It's gonna be one of those things that maybe yeah uh, maybe we'll come back to you and we'll I don't know challenge shame some people or something like that and definitely I mean definitely. I guess I guess challenge shame could be uh, uh, something that doesn't doesn't exist yet that we could create in 2019. But we were thinking of creating some other term that doesn't exist yet or maybe our own challenge that doesn't exist yet in 2019. See if we can get something really you know off the you know jumping off point. Um, uh, how about the. Uh the turtle challenge. Okay, okay, okay. Well, uh, you... Anyone who sees Mitch McConnell in public, you throw a turtle at him. <laughs> I like that. I thought you were gonna talk like, about it's yeah. Mario Kart style. Like you're, you're trying yeah, to okay. You're trying to get him off the track so you can get ahead of him. Okay. I, I, I and my my take on that would be uh, probably. Uh, I wish that one would catch on because I would just love to see pe- Mick McConnell. Oh, then there'd be getting, an epidemic of like dead turtles getting, in people's pockets. Yeah, just getting like pelted with turtles would be hilarious. Especially Ernest goes to camp style where one like snaps onto his nose. Yeah, like, my nose, my nose. Jim Varney, rest in peace. Um, the the uh, uh, that's a that's a that's an oldie buddy goodie, works, old Jim yeah. Varney. Um, but my thought would be turtle challenge because this one could definitely. Uh, turn into something viral and stupid where people, um, you know, whether in whatever kind of enclosure they can find, they try to tuck their head, you know, back into something. A lot of times it could just be your shirt, but it would be while driving or something like that would be the thing that kind of like throws it off the rails because essentially it'd be the same thing as the bird box challenge. Or somebody would do that in some like enclosure where they can't get air and they would suffocate a lot record number of suffocate suffocations and car crashes due to the turtle challenge and uh, Mitch McConnell getting assaulted I mean, turtle challenge in 2019 if we're gonna take a horror movie and they do something weird and unique in it how about the quiet place challenge you just shut the fuck up oh my god i wish just shut, shut the, the fuck, fuck up, up. <laughs> <laughs> the quiet place challenge you just say that you like someone please. in your office is like did you see ellen yesterday morning quiet place hey, challenge hey, quiet place challenge 
okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then if they say anything, you fucking kill them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got a couple of challenges uh, going fresh into 2019. I hope that second one really takes off. Yeah. Uh, but now we're ready. Uh, we're getting close to the other show already, but we're actually ready to get a couple of web droppings out of the way, I would say. Let's go. Uh, let's do web droppings. Let's definitely do the first one. We might have to uh, pick and choose here. Okay. Uh, we have a flat earth cruise. Uh, well, it sounds like what it is. Yes. It is literally a cruise that you can take around the ocean oh, not with around. other... F- across the ocean. Across <laughs> the ocean with other flat earthers. And the thing that's... Uh, look, this is supposed to happen in 2020 sometime. No, you're, you're, whatever you're about to say next, if it isn't that rapper B.O.B. and Tequila Tequila are on board for this cruise, <laughs> you are cutting past the most important part of this okay, cruise. That is that is definitely going to be an important part is, is uh, hopefully... Because, you know, who... Uh, when a movement has such scientific minds as Tila Tequila and rapper B.O.B., it's got to be true, right? Rapper um, Bob. Rapper Bob. <laughs> That's how Bob. we've always referred to Rap- him on this show since yeah. he first came out about Which is Flat Earth. Just like the most middle, middle class, like middle class white guy fucking rapper name, like Rapper Dad or something like that. I'm Rapper Dad, and rapper I'm here Bob. to say, here's my friend Rapper Bob today. Yeah, going yeah. to go across the ocean. No round here, because that's no notion. Yeah. No, he, all of his raps are dad jokes. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Rapper. That would actually be harder to write. I'm gonna I'm definitely putting rapper dad uh in the notes as an empty promise twenty nineteen. First empty promise are, of twenty nineteen. Dad jokes are mainly puns. Puns, right? Yes. Yeah. Mainly. Oh yeah, so you just write a rap, rap song with puns, but in that very like middle class uh fancy white dude, you know, kinda Wow, that's what, and with little to no uh, rhythm, uh, like which is great. It makes it even actually sometimes harder, but almost easier Can to write it because then be it could just be earther? bad. I think it would be great if it was also a flat, or maybe it's a rapper dad versus rapper Bob. Um, uh, uh, what's what is the word I'm thinking? Hip hop uh, fight. What do they call those word fights? With, 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 no, with I know, I know the answer. I want you to keep going. <laughs> hey. Um, just a rap battle? <laughs> a rap battle. <laughs> just dude. not a hip hop fight. Dude. Not word word fight. Rap battle. It's a I word scramble. <laughs> no, you know, no. when two black youths get together in an alley and have a word scramble. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Roll them bones, baby. Um, so this is uh, okay. So those are those are very like important uh, aspects of this. But the, one of the uh, the rapper Bob and and Tila Tequila, but. Um, one of the things that they're pointing out is it might be hard to actually staff one of these because the um, navigation systems in all uh, cruise ships, all ocean-bound vessels, use GPS and very specific navigation equipment that, guess what? What's the first letter of GPS? What's that stand for? Global. Oh. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, it uses 24 satellites running around the Earth yep. in a very set pattern that allows that for has global been positioning. time and time again that you yep. know where you are based on this, and that's the way all these ships are built to to yep. la- and the, and the people uh, there's somebody who was interviewed in this article that was like like yeah I don't know how they're gonna find a captain they're probably just gonna have to like suck it up and get a real captain that actually knows how to navigate these like. Yeah. The guy's talking about like there's no he's, flat Earth captain. Yeah, he's there like aren't. I'm not. He's like I've 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 navigated the oceans like 24 million miles or whatever this this captain said. And he's like I've never met a captain that's a flat Earther because it just and no it pilots would go, either. So yeah, pilots. it would go against their beliefs because they wouldn't be able to and navigate. No astronauts. They would just end up in the middle of the fucking ocean nowhere where they thought they were supposed to be in New York City. Yep. The people with the thousands and thousands of hours of training and job experience know exactly what's going on. But if you ask a flat Earther. They're all lying. Yep. All, all of them. them. And all which is of funny because like there was like some of the other uh, you know conspiracies people talk about, and which it's not even a conspiracy. It makes sense. We've talked about flat Earth a lot. We're kind of obsessed with it. Um, and honestly, I think it's okay to be obsessed. We're, with no, it. we're it's hilarious. yeah, we're obsessed with the people who think it's real. Yes, because it's 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 stupid enough to just just at, flat out call them stupid. You know, I can at least get I will, oh they're people, I dumb dumbs. Yeah, yeah. And, and I'll call you know like even like anti-vaxxers and stuff stupid. But I at least like understand there's a little bit of threat of justifiability there because people are f- afraid for the children's health and they don't uh, like they don't uh, trust the pharmaceutical or medical industries. Those are both valid concerns. Still not enough to maybe like completely not vaccinate your child. But yeah. at least I'm like okay, there's a threat of actual parental concern there. These are people who have created way more challenging like challenges for themselves to explain that the world is flat for no reason and really the conspiracies around are just like well we were you know in the cold war i'm like well we had the world is round thing way before the cold war like what what, how did it just become a conspiracy around that anyway the flat earthers hilarious so i actually do i hope they find a flat earth uh 
because this is going to be a bunch of people. A lot of people fit on cruises. 10,000 people plus, probably. If they want to have the ultimate flat earth cruise, uh, cruise to the edge. Uh, Cruise to the ice wall. It would would be great. And here's, I actually don't even want them to try that. I want them to find a real flat earth navigator, get lost in the middle of the ocean, and die. <laughs> All right, I want I want this to be Carnival Cruise when everybody like was yeah, up to their necks yeah. and shit times a thousand. Because here's the thing, just leave. You can fit enough people on these cruise ships to just let fucking ten of them be like free. I I will start a fucking GoFundMe today to get all of every flat earther's uh, room and board on one of these cruise ships paid for, and I will make sure it happens. I will make sure it happens. If you promise to get me like, a flat earth navigator who will pay no attention to the global positioning system and leave you all to rot in the middle of the fucking can't, Atlantic. Can't we take one or Pacific. person who's a flat earther? And kill them. Put them on the equator, on a boat, from shore, on the, say, west coast of U.S. Mexico. Have them sail out, stay on the equator, hit Asia... Get on land, walk whatever distance it needs to get to water again, get in a boat, staying always on the equator, yep. and then finally end up yes. exactly where they, where they started, started, and thus show it's a fucking Here's circle. The thing. You would do that, and then they would come back, and they would reverse engineer everything they know to make that make sense into their worldview. That's how these people... Clearly, all of the uh, evidence already out there, even the stuff people can see and like feel for themselves, they just reverse engineer it. That's how conspiracy theorists work. They find something they truly believe in, and they're just like, I don't care what the worldview is. I can find ways to explain this any way I want. As opposed to the way real science works is you're like, I have a problem. I need to do a bunch of stuff to figure out what's causing you know this problem and figure out how to solve it. Instead, it's like, no, I have this solution that I want to get to. How do I divert all of the world around me to... Uh, to tunnel into this and ignore everything outside of it so easily done here we uh we make a reality tv show called uh uh proven the world's flat we'll even give them the benefit of the doubt let them own the show you know what i mean so they take a cruise first one we have them go as far as they can around the world in a boat showing that there's no edges uh second season uh i'm guessing airplane Mm-hmm. We, have, we have like a, one of those party planes, you know, it's like a party bus, like the two double decker yep, ones with yep. the spiral staircase inside. Oh, yeah. And it's like a party plane. Like you take out a couple rows of seats and you, you set up B.O.B., Rapper Bob and his yep, band. Rapper and, Bob and his band. And uh, you, you do some stuff. Like you, Rapper you, Dad opens. You, you fly from like. Uh, they put their beef behind them. You, you make it an intercontinental plane. You fly from like California to uh, uh, fucking Atlanta. Yep. So you go around yeah. the world. Yeah, yeah, well, around that way. But not yes, the yes. entire world. Like, you skip the middle of America because are they really going to say the middle of America doesn't exist? Well, you just go coast to coast. Yes, yeah. Make it easy. Yep. Um, next, we do space. We do a virgin galactic suborbital flight. Well, especially those would be especially and, easy because if you just go straight up and can prove you're going straight up and then straight down, you land like 24,000 miles away from when you started. Yep. And you also... Which is crazy because that's also definitely more than the... Uh, and Earth they always say that yeah. the windows on those planes are uh, warped. They're concave. Yep. Thus creating a curvature through the illusion of bent glass. Because that's easier than just admitting that yeah. the Earth is... Oh, that's every picture is, taken from the International is Space a Station. and globe like yeah. everything else that we can see, like the moon. Nope, they say every photo taken from space was taken from a curved piece of glass, thus making the Earth look curved. That yes. The spaceship is actually seeing a flat Earth, but the window makes it round out. And that way you're even tricking the astronauts, so it's only a few people that really know about it. Like yeah. the thousands of engineers it took to create it, and never well, you came show, forward saying... Well, you show them the glass isn't curved... You show them a piece of the well, literal window. window. That means you work for them, and you're showing them something that wasn't actually on that, though. You They're build like, oh, the yeah. spacecraft in front of this group of flat Earth teenage YouTubers. You swapped it in, in the stratosphere. It gets up to it gets. Up, I'm telling you, this is how it will work. <laughs> you know, that's the cutaways. You know, like on like the Bachelor and shit, oh, yeah, where yeah. they cut away. No, they like, swapped it. In well, I didn't really like how uh, how Jen last night came out of me, and you know, I mean, it made me uncomfortable with the hot tub, but you know, maybe I will give her a rose. Like, this is yeah. the same cutaway where it's like, well, they did show us how they made the entire space shuttle through three years of building it in front of us, but yeah. they definitely swapped out the windows last second. Yeah, I would say they probably have a special station in the stratosphere. That, I, yeah, we're And they, they where there's a special dock where they land that one and put the real one in space. The person's literally floating in the shot, like, well, I don't think I'm in space. This is definitely yeah. a sound-staged environment. Oh, yes. I believe I saw Stanley Kubrick's ghost actually directing yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Then though there would always be a thing. And like fourth season, it would be like, uh, we're gonna have you live on the first moon colony where you can see a very small round moon come out. The moon glass, the moon glass is curved. Yeah. But there's a, oh, there's a dome around the moon and it's curved. I was gonna say, you could have them in spacesuits standing on the moon looking at the earth. Oh, that was a great, I, I, I know a flat earther. I know one. Which is ridiculous, but also uh, oh, based on the statistics, that's fr- about he, right. He's a, he's a friend and I have debates with him all the time. I mentioned- Oh, no, no, no. You say something that's right and then he says stupid things. Want, back want to hear to the you. newest one? Yes. It's always fascinating. Ready? Yes. <sighs> I want to know where these. This things. was his. Because he's also this just all conspiracy theorist anyway. This was like his that. at me. How come every photo taken from the moon of the Earth has the Earth look like the size of the moon from the Earth? So he was saying. So like. It, it, oh, oh, in other words, if I'm standing on the so Earth, the moon, and the moon, the moon, is, the moon, the moon size, the moon is small. Right. The Earth is big. Yeah. When so you're, on, you're, saying, when when you're, you're on the moon, you're, def- you're as far away from the Earth as the Earth is from the moon. So why so wouldn't the there moon, be a the, reversal inside? Wouldn't the Earth be much larger in that? First of all, I don't necessarily agree that is the case because when you actually see the pictures of whether on the moon, that's not the case. Actually, but, it kind of is but, unless they're being well, doctored. Well, I did a bunch well, of Googling of photos of the Earth from the moon and the Earth is kind of small from well, the moon. Of course, it's still going to be relatively small, but it's a matter of like what you perceive as so first of all when the moon is just a little bit closer to the earth it actually looks like considerably larger like we can actually tell oh, yeah, because the, the earth yeah. and the moon the moon travels in a uh, elliptical yeah. uh, arc so, so it's going to be different sizes anyways the other thing about how much larger it really should be also is a thing like it might not be proportionally as large when people talk about the volume and the mass of the moon versus the earth like if the earth is twice as, as large it might necessarily look like fucking eight inches big in the sky i think the idea is that like the moon from the earth looks like a little dime in the sky okay yeah. so you're thinking if you're standing on that dime so and you look it, back what? at the earth the earth should look like a giant saucer so this is just a new conspiracy this has nothing to do with flat earth because also he's actually saying you can see this round thing from the moon but you're so I, if he's if he's talking about or is he talking about the fact that people yeah doctored I, I, the I, image? I, I caught that too i'm like so you're seeing this flat thing from the moon and if it's flat why are you only seeing one continent. Yeah, yeah, and and, and why? And also, like, it, when you see all the to, continents it would also at once, mean that the moon would have to be like this, and the Earth would have to be like this, looking out at the moon. Like, well, or if, relative to it, otherwise the moon has to be straight overhead. Which also, yeah. But if I were to use that logic, he would probably just say, "Well, the photos are fake to begin with because the size is off. So obviously, you're not seeing the entire Earth from the moon." Yeah, it also means that um, I mean, what they also we, we could out. conspiracy theory just like they do yeah. for days because it's well, all logic me, because it's all bending logic. Yeah, because it's it's hard to like explain facts and logic to people who are willing to throw out any fact by just saying well that's just because it's part of the conspiracy in other words you don't need facts to back up anything and all you do is actually also use the lack of evidence as evidence for something which is just one of the immediate fallacies for like scientific reasoning but I wouldn't expect scientific reasoning to be used in something unless it's the 1600s literally I also told that that, uh, back in the first moon landing they put those reflectors on the moon that allow us to prove that we landed on the moon by shining lasers at the reflectors thus reflecting light back showing that the reflectors are there it's just like a bike reflector like little little square ones and he said yeah but there's only like three or four people who have those lasers and they're all in cahoots so they'll, they'll, of course they'll shine one up and be like, yeah, it reflected back because there's it's easy. It, it's, well, he said well, it's easy to pay off four people to lie. Well, four people at a time. By the time I mean, if they've been there long enough, then uh, I mean, at some point we're gonna have to get like hire their replacement, the laser pointer guy, or when he's on vacation, there's got to be some backup. How we need to do a full flat Earth episode, and I mean with almost no research at this point, we should just you and I pick roles. I'll be a flat Earther, or you will. Or vice versa. Or, or we, or we, we swap switch. back yeah. and forth. Say like half the show one way and half the show the other. Yeah, and we just, we, uh, we basically come up with every as, point you could come up yeah. with, and then the other person tries as hard as they can. And I mean, with no research, debunk using just our own logic, our own smarts, you know, just yeah. flip points on people. Because well, that's all it is, is flipping points. Well, the other thing, too, is it doesn't matter how much research you have, because all the research and, you know, like you have astrophysicists t- telling people scientifically why shit doesn't like uh make sense and then the people like your friend who are going to be like no they're in cahoots like that's it's so easy to be a conspiracy theorist because yeah. you can just live whatever little fucking weird reality you want to and it's not to say that some conspiracy theories don't have some uh merit and some i guarantee you probably one of these conspiracy theories that we consider ridiculous probably will be proven to be true one of the things that we think oh, is yeah, really, yeah, could, sure. it could be that you know sure. kennedy was assassinated by the cia or something like no, that no, one no, of the no, ridiculous no, no, ones no his head Mo- just did that yeah <laughs> 
That's a good. That's a good spot to end on. It might just be the name of the show. Is his head just did that? <laughs> oh, Kennedy? No, his head just did that. <laughs> he was he was prone to bouts of explosion in his. Use that anytime someone talks about JFK's yeah. assassination. Yeah, because there's always going to be the two camps. There's going to be like the lone gunman, you know, style. Then they're going to be like the conspiracy government cover up kind of guy. Uh, you know, somewhat, sometimes you the mob. The third one, and the third the one would be like, no, his head just did that. <laughs> The bullet was already there. He was born with a bullet. <laughs> he just popped that day. It was hot. Yeah. It was he, hot. He was, out. Yeah. Again, if they had had the convertible and some AC on, we'd still have a Kennedy. <laughs> anyway, so we're, that's the end of that. I think I'm going to try to find some song about Flat Earth to go out on. I don't know what it is yet. Could be one that I make. Could be one that I found. I found a few on YouTube. I just don't nice. know how good they sound. So uh, you're going to hear something about Flat Earth. Um, and in the meantime, uh, you know, check us out on, uh, we got patreon.com slash lost at home to check out some extra content we've got posted up here and there. Uh, uh, you can find uh, us on Twitter at... Lost at Home podcast. The Lost at Lost, Home. The Lost at Home on Twitter. I get them mixed up because we had to choose The Lost at Home on that. Yeah, Lost at Home podcast.com is our website. Instagram as well, Lost at Home podcast. Yep. Um, and I'm uh, Sonic Jalopy on Instagram. You can see my paintings and, and uh, ramblings I'm on there. I'm Legend Tripper with an underscore in the middle, but you really shouldn't go there. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of, a lot uh, of feces picks. Yes, um, yes. So yeah, uh, until, uh, until next time when we uh, talk a little more about what's happened in 2019, I say get lost. Get lost. a man the other day who thought the earth was flat. I said, man, you must be crazy. Where the hell is your tinfoil hat? But he spoke with such conviction and he believed the words he spoke. And something deep inside me knew this couldn't be a joke. But why would he believe this? And why believe such things? Because everybody knows the earth's a ball and that it spins. Well, you must be pretty crazy if you think the earth is flat. Cause we all know that it's a globe And that's a simple fact So I said, what about the photographs That NASA takes from space He gave a knowing smile And told me, man, those things are fake But what about the videos That I've seen with my two eyes What about them, he replied Have you heard of CGI? Oh, NASA's faking everything That you have ever seen and as for flying to the moon, well, they ain't never been. Indeed, my friend, their line scum is there for you to see. Just take some time, look into it, and the truth will set you free. Well, I was kind of skeptical, but I have an open mind. And what he said was interesting, and I've got a little time. So I grabbed myself a doobie, and I started watching vids. Cause if NASA's really lying Then they're lying to my kids And as I watched I got angry As I learned of the deceit The global earth deception Was right there at my feet Well holy shit This could be true What if we're not on a globe The more I learned The more I yearned The more I started to probe I upturned every rock of information I could find I started to unlock the truth, the war upon my mind. I had a thousand questions I just couldn't understand. I had to meet that man again, that flat earth man. Oh, NASA's faking everything that you have ever seen. And as for flying to the moon, well, they ain't never been. Indeed, my friend, their line scum is there for you to see. Just take some time, look into it, and the truth will set you free. Well, I caught him up that evening, and he agreed to me. He was very welcoming, and he showed me to my seat. He said, I see you've done some research, my open-minded friend. I know you'll have some questions, which will get you in the end. First, take a look at what's on these walls, paintings of a globe. I painted every single one of these, don't you know? You see, back in the day before computers, I was in demand. An artist painting everything I saw upon the land. Landscapes were my favorite. I was awfully good at those. Many people told me that they looked just like photos. 
And then one day I got a call from a real important dude He asked me if I'd like a job and said the money's good Well, what's the job, I asked him, then I'll wait for his reply You'll be painting clothes for NASA, then he promptly said goodbye Well, I was sworn to secrecy, I could not tell a soul That I just got myself a job with NASA painting globes My work was published globally in every magazine To fool the people of where we live, a truly evil scheme See, we don't live on a globe, he said, the earth is truly flat I've been on the inside and I know that that's a fact Oh, NASA's faking everything that you have ever seen And as for flying to the moon, well, they ain't never been Indeed, my friend, their lying scum is there for you to see Just take some time, look into it, and the truth will set you free Well, we talked until the sun came up and my mind was truly blown This man had challenged everything that I thought I thought I'd known And finally it was clear to me to why these bastards lie And finally it was clear to me about the reasons why It's all about control, you know, to get inside your head It's all about the money, too. They got an awful lot of bread. Fifty million dollars, man, what could you do with that? That's what NASA gets a day to hide the Earth is flat. You see, if they can get you to believe that you're on a spinning ball, well, things like God and creation just make no sense at all. It all exploded from nothing right with their theory of Big Bang. It's true satanic mind control from the Freemasonic gang. You see, it's only Freemasons that get to go to space. They're the evil bastards who are lying to your face. Yeah, NASA's pretty evil, man. The whole thing is such a fraud. The only reason they exist is to hide a loving God. Oh, NASA's faking everything that you have ever seen. And as for flying to the moon, well, they ain't never been. Indeed, my friend, their lion scum is there for you to see. Just take some time, look into it, and the truth will set you free. Yeah, NASA's pretty evil, man. They're a lion scumbag. Take some time, man. Look into it. I did. Now my mind is truly blown. <laughs> The truth will set you free.